702. The Political Desk. Uh, the DA's uh, Chief Whip, as well as Deputy Chairperson of the Federal Council, Natasha Mazzoni, joining me on the line now. Natasha, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, Azrika. Lovely to be talking to you. Um, the Mail and Guardian referring to what is happening in the DA this past week as a mess. News 24 reporting that um, Salim Simanga, who is now the interim um, Gauteng leader, is saying that factions aren't his focus as he takes on the acting leader role in Gauteng. This mess that is being referred to, what impact do you think it's going to have on your policy conference this weekend? Africa, let me put it this way. We had a resignation of a provincial leader. Within six hours, we had him replaced with an acting interim leader. We have our Congress happening in Gauteng on the 26th of the month. Um, Certainly uh, a glitch, uh, no doubt about it, but a glitch that is quickly sorted out and proof that there is no one person that is bigger than the party. And the party is a machine that runs, and it's a very smoothly uh, oiled machine in its running. And it will certainly have no impact on what is going to be a very successful, very well-run and very innovative uh, policy conference this weekend. That's, uh, as far as we know, one of the first of its kind uh, as it's taking place on the online platform. Certainly been the most transparent and the most inclusive of its kind that we have ever had as the DA. And we are all very excited and, and looking forward to a really great, robust debate this weekend. It will sting a little bit, though, Natasha, because, yes, the interim uh, leader, John Stane, has in yesterday uh, saying that uh, the former Gauteng leader, John Moody, is running away from serious charges relating to an attempt to frame a political opponent in a sex for job scandal. And that political opponent, in fact, is threatening legal action against John Moody. Um, the claims he made, though, on Wednesday were that there is no place for black people to lead in the DA. And this is this is a stain in your cloth, if you like, that is just simply remove, uh, refusing to go away. Yeah, I think it's interesting to note that um, people that have left, that have made this claim, are all racial nationalists themselves. We're a party that prides ourselves in being united in our diversity. Um, I certainly, you know, I find it a bit difficult to understand that someone makes that claim when the very weekend before he'd taken part in a a strategic planning weekend, uh, fully participated, uh, was on the ground with the troops. Um, It was very clear that uh, Mr. Moody had entered into a, a, a race for the leadership of the DA that he had absolutely no chance of winning. So, you know, I think that, uh, there's, there's a famous saying that, that once they've lost the political argument, they'll attack you personally. And in the DA, the only way to attack us personally is on our race. Um, I certainly know the truth. I think the majority of people who have seen us work and, and see us operate know the truth. We're a party that, that prides ourselves on our diversity, and it's one of our core values. And uh, I, I'm certainly not going to allow uh, the narrative that Mr. Moody is trying to create to take hold because it's simply not true. I'm very proud to belong to what I consider the most diverse party in the country. And uh, if Mr. Moody wants to leave, that is his prerogative. And we wish him well as, as he leaves. And uh, we carry on with the work at hand, which is building a, a united and diverse South Africa. Now, in a moment, I will ask about one or two of the uh, policy um, issues that will be discussed at the conference. However, on the 31st of October and on the 1st of November, you'll be participating, I imagine virtually once again, in an elective conference for the new leadership of the DA. What impact is 
the decision that will be taken by the DA over this weekend in terms of what the policy is and what the values driving the DA are, uh, how that how is that going to impact on who you decide on as the leader of the DA in uh, a few weeks' time? Well, of course, you want you want uh, specifically in a policy a, a conference like this particular weekend where we deal with our policies and principles and values. You want that person to encompass the values that you yourself hold. Um, as a liberal democratic party, one of the things that, that we hold very dear is the rights of the individual and the rights of the individual to make uh, choices that are, are right for them. So it's, it's not this group collective thought, it's, the, it's the, the right of the individual to make the thought. So, of course, uh, the decisions that we make and, and the impact and the, the, the input that candidates will make this weekend will, of course, have a, a, great, a, a great role to play in how we elect our leadership. I think the, the great thing about the Democratic Alliance is there is no such thing as an anointed leader. We have robust debates leading up to our, 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 our um, uh, elective conferences, and we've, you know, it's, it's not commonplace at all in the DA to appoint a leader and, and to have people unopposed. We go through a series of, of robust debates uh, that, that happen internally and amongst branches and amongst members. And I mean, even this particular policy conference, we had a portal that was open for the public to comment on DA policy, which I think is the first of its kind. And it shows how much we value the input of, of the South Africans that we represent. So it's, it's all a very exciting time. And Certainly, it's very far from a mess, and, and more just uh, the, the 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 straightening of a ship that that went slightly off course. And I'm, I, for one, am very excited, and I think it's going to be a very interesting uh, couple of months leading up to our elective conference. Now, three policy papers were published, I suppose, for discussion at uh, this weekend's agenda. They include values, uh, principles, uh, local government. We know that local government elections are taking place next year. Uh, the one that everyone is going to be paying attention to, though, is a paper on economic justice. Um, how is the DA proposing we redress past injustices um, while scrapping away BE and affirmative action, which has been the cornerstone of ANC's policies? Well, I think it's essential that we find a way of focusing uh, the measurement of transformation away from the elite gains towards the measurement of ability of all in society to earn an income and build wealth. Um, And this DA's draft economic policy is the key discussion point for the upcoming policy conference. Um, And the stark realities that we are confronted with now require concessions from a wide variety of stakeholders. Um, so we're going to be looking at how we, you know, we walk away from the exclusivity of, of BEE and the fact that BEE at the moment has created billionaires and increased the poverty, you know, increased mass poverty across our country. And certainly that hasn't done what it said it could do, which was to empower uh, the majority of South Africans, because certainly we've seen uh, the, the, a massive growth of billionaires and a massive growth of poverty. So there's something fundamentally wrong in the makeup as we see it now. And as a party, we need to learn how we take this issue forward in a way that that best works for all South Africans and certainly works within the liberal context that, that we ourselves as a party operate. We'll certainly be paying close attention. Good luck to you and your DA members for the policy conference this weekend. That was Natasha Mazzoni, uh, DA Chief Whip, as well as Deputy Chairperson of the Federal Council.